Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you beautiful and wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are mixing with Moni, okay? I mean, happy B-Day to all who celebrate. Happy B-Weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. Happy B-Year. We're just going to give it back. We're just going to give it to Beyonce and say thank you for saving it. And that's just simply the truth, because in this house, we will listen to Beyonce. So if you are not celebrating this time in our culture, and our history, then boo to you, tomatoes, and all of that good stuff, because you're missing out, and we hate that for you. Um, amongst other things that happened in the week, there was also television that was watched, in which case I needed some absolutely fabulous experts on all things TV and social media, like literally killing it in all things what my brain says, but I have literally zero balls to say. So had to have them come on instead because just two is better than one. So I have the fabulous Kaya or Kaya and Aaron from Bravo Wild Black here and they are black and we watched Bravo. So thank y'all so much for coming. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Like yes. we have some things to get into. Okay. Like first and foremost, y'all, we're gonna try to keep them in and out of here because apparently we all got a lottery to play. So because it's up to like a bajillion dollars, and we all need a little bit of that, especially if mm-hmm. Beyonce goes on tour. I'm gonna absolutely need to win at least a portion, and it still might not be enough. Honey. What is your top three? Because mine keeps changing. Okay, so mine changes too. This is the fourth time I've listened to it. I don't know how. I've had many things to do. I simply just like disregard everyone in the drive-through lines everywhere. Definitely thick, because what the hell was that? America has a problem because yeah, the <laughs> sweet. Okay. And then um, oh, it really does, it varies, but I love it's probably a tie between move and pure honey. Oh my God. See, mine is thick. Uh huh. And then Church Girl. Okay, wait, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's remember that's Church one. Girl. We're going to flip it over. <laughs> because the fact that she made a twerk and the foot of girls who definitely were like oppressed in the church and told like not mm-hmm. to be so sexy. And we were like, but we, I don't understand how we're supposed to go from like a virgin to a porn star overnight, like, the, like you wanted to do. <laughs> and Beyonce said, you practice. This is what you're going to do. You're going to twerk. And I said, oh, exactly. this is the one. Yeah, that's a fantastic one. And I'm a Capricorn, but uh-huh. I have to say Virgo's green. Uh, listen. All six minutes. Oh, okay. That's. I love it. Period. Aaron, okay, what's your favorite? Okay. Mine is uh, plastic off the sofa first because I love oh, really? romantic. Yeah, That's... I love a good romantic. So I'm in love. Okay. Oh. Virgo's groove. Wait, um, <laughs> and I'd say a tie between cozy and cuff it. Like, oh my God, I love both of <laughs> them. So the whole album. It's so yeah, the whole album. And move. With three of us, like, we covered right. like 85%. So. And that's just what it is. That's what happens when you have a masterpiece and you make fine, beautiful art. And I waited. Did y'all wait or did y'all listen to the leak? No, I waited. I, I waited. tried to find it. Yeah. So. Me and Kay, we tried. Pretend. We could like, not find it. When she was like, thank you. When she was like, thank you for waiting. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome, mom. But little did she know, I was looking for that shit hard. And she knows we were. 
Like, yeah, come on now. I mean, I wasn't because I'm still brainwashed and I think I'm still 16. Like I'm a 16 year old beast Beyonce <laughs> stan. Like, I feel like I'm back in high school where literally I was like posting her every day and she was my <laughs> background, even though I had multiple different like boyfriends and girlfriends. I was like, none of you can take the place of B day 2006. Thank you. So she will be there. I just feel like I'm back in that era where I'm just like, who's fave? My fave. Your fave could never name me somebody who stops the internet. Like, you know, I just feel like I'm back in that. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for proving me right. Like, we had it's to, to be a member of the Beehive because, you know, I knew she was going to do good, but I just wasn't expecting every single song to hit the way yeah. that it did. And it slapped, and it slapped in such a different way. I want to say that too. It's not the typical Beyonce that we get. Like she took me to the cookout. She took me to the gay club. She took me to like the ballroom. Like everywhere. We're twerking. We're doing things and tricks on the pole. I was like, what? What is this? Is cardio? This is workout. And then the (laughs) thick song. I'm like, that shit made Hmm. me eat another pack of noodles last night. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm like, yeah. Beyonce said it, so I have to do it. Not when Beyonce like made you feel good about whatever is happening. Like, and not this like <laughs> non-thick girl telling me that it's so good to be thick and she's so proud of us for being thick. I said, you know what? Thank you, B. We are gorgeous. I said, I think I love her. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, just there was a lot mm-hmm. happening. I think the lyrics were fantastic of the whole album. Vocals are on point. Like, she really killed it. And it feels just still authentic to her, even though I never know what that is because every single album sounds like totally different from the last mm-hmm. one. But... <laughs> Every time I'm just like so impressed and it just proves that you can't rush art because I didn't even I blinked and didn't even realize it had been six years. And here we are with a brand new album that was fantastic. And what did you guys guys think of her method this time of like telling us what was happening and like giving us a countdown and going like very early 2000s where like you're constantly refreshing something on the internet or you're constantly being like given you know promo and marketing and all these things like it just felt like a it felt like the cd era like we were trying to sell cds again and i kind of dug it what about y'all and beyonce is yeah she was just telling us like because she's the one who originated the, the friday drops one and then the surprise drops two mm-hmm. she literally creates the rules so she was just telling us and watch I do it again. And that's uh-huh. what fucking did. Like, mm-hmm. she was just showing us who's boss. Like, she talked so much shit, but then she showed her ass in the best way. And she's showing us who's in charge, literally, because we were like, where are the visuals? And Beyonce said, we're not getting the visuals because we have to listen to the music first. Right. She's like, I'm going to let you guys listen. Remember y'all leaked it and whatnot? So, like, hold on. How about that? How about I have the key? How about that? I kind of do think if it was not for France leaking it, we might have at least one music video. I think so, too. She has to take that power back. And she's like, see, this is why I told y'all we can't tell nobody what the fuck going on. This is what I told y'all. Mm-hmm. And I mean, somebody somebody always fumbles the bag when it comes to Beyonce, which is exactly why she never tells us what's going on. Right. Like, makes you promise that you're firstborn to her. Like, the fact that she, like, <laughs> like, she remember she, like, filmed an entire music video, like, at a carnival, like, in public during the day, and not a damn person knew or said anything. Anything. I was like, oh, how? When did this how? Happen? I'm sure all of them are done, and that's the thing that excites me the most. It's, like, somewhere in the world on a computer disc or on Beyonce's laptop are like all the music videos that she's releasing for this album and we don't know yeah, yeah. we don't and know the themes we don't know that's anything just how it's gonna be if they want to live i don't know i don't know like if they want to tell the tale i mean somebody graciously and i'll just leave it here what someone beautifully put on twitter is that imagine the fact that this is only act one <sighs> Mm-hmm. And with that, I say thank you, Jesus and Beyonce. Two more. Yes, absolutely. Two more acts. And who knew it was going to get this good? Speaking of things that are good, actually, I guess we should, we could definitely start with Atlanta because it was better. Mm-hmm. I was bored for Beverly Hills, so I'd prefer not to. I, mean, I was mad I actually <laughs> wasted time watching the whole thing, to be honest. So Atlanta, where we had some, some shade, some drama, some fun, some laughs, we could totally dive into that first
we are in a cabin and this isn't like a full, we don't recap it, recap it, but location matters, right? Fights in a cabin always concern me. I don't like it when we fight so much when we're away, especially in places of nature, just because sometimes nature and us being distracted don't always mix. But Nevertheless, we started the episode out strong with a nice friendly fight before we even got to the five minutes mark. As soon as Kenya stepped in the door. Yes, she's here and she automatically is a pain in Marlo's side. That is very apparent. And Marlo is, would you say she's being gracious when she first arrives? I thought she did okay, but I'm blind. Mm. no i don't think so okay. I'll, I'll be honest like rollo's like even f- since the the dinner from the night before mm-hmm. it's like we knew that it was going to be some shit from the very beginning oh, and yeah. she and anytime marlo is like positive towards kenya even when she was like oh yes say hi to everyone um in five minutes come in and talk to me it's just she she does it so like condescendingly mm-hmm. that it's like I don't want to talk to you because I know what you mean by that you know I know that you're about to be a bitch to me yeah and that's how I feel too it's it's kind of like a mom disciplining her child that's the vibes mm-hmm. that I get every time she like says something to Kenya it's like and when you're done come to the room and talk to me and I'm just like, this is a trip. And you guys are all adults on the same level. Mm. And I don't think Marlo can handle that control of like running or like having an event and being the lead. I don't think she can handle that. Yeah, I thought it was a risky move production giving Marlo the trip her first season, because yeah. as much as I thought that it was, you know, a smart move, especially business wise to get Marlo on the show since casting for the last couple of seasons has been atrocious. I was like, OK, fine. It makes sense. But to give her she's still a one season housewife, like at the end of the day, first season housewives to me need to like hold on. Like, wait, like, <laughs> learn how things are done. Yeah. Because I think you're right. And there's a, there is a condescension. She does not know how to be inviting enough, like, to make it a serious enough event to even come and talk to her. Like, if you want that production covered material, you have to, the person has to come too. <laughs> like you know you can't just have like the meeting and be like oh this is going to make good tv because she talked about this and all this and i'm going to talk to her they have to agree to do it (laughs) so there's a consent that kenya does have um and it probably would have been great if she had just approached it differently maybe kenya would have considered it um fast forward a little bit the moment that you know marlo finds out that kenya was talking about her nephews and the situation that's going on at home and marlo came into the room and was like before we get on the bus you're gonna come and talk to me and kenya was like um i felt her being caught off guard like i kind of felt i don't usually feel for kenya i don't hate her i think she's necessary to the show but like i don't usually feel for her. i'm always like she got it but in this case I was like, oh no, you really did kind of come at her like out of nowhere. And I would be defensive too. I would say, absolutely not. I thought Kenya handled it quite better at first <laughs> than I would have. Cause she at least tried to be like, um, what, what? Like she tried to ignore her. And then Marla yeah. was like pestering it was like, you hear me, you hear me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this isn't the way. It was just annoying. I was annoyed. I was very mm-hmm. annoyed with Marlo. So I can't imagine how it feels to be somebody that's actually dealing with that and hearing it and then her following her around the house and Mm -hmm. like downstairs and stuff like that it feels like an annoying mosquito that like follows you everywhere (laughs) all that buzzing I didn't like (laughs) not all that buzzing come on fly okay yeah I see that I didn't understand where Marla was coming from as in I agreed with it I think it was more she's clearly very um, insecure about the decision that she made. It's clear that she is so in over her head and is so sensitive about the topic. And she thought that relaying what she was dealing with and her decision on TV was going to garner support that she definitely did ask for earlier on, but did not receive largely because of how she treats people somewhat like this. But she asked for that support and didn't get it and so then when she came in and said like I kind of had to basically rehome them for a while which you can't really rehome humans that's traumatizing and I talked about that last week I'm like to foster kids to kids in general this has got to be like the most painful thing I've ever seen like and not for nothing it's very clear to me why they acted out and I wish that Marlo sometimes would have just taken a mm-hmm. beat 
and taking herself out of it. And sometimes she can't do that. And that's why we get these situations because she thinks it's a personal attack on her that these boys whose trauma is playing out on national television and they're not even getting a check for it because they have clothes and money that that somehow equals emotional support and stability. Like instead they're kicked out and told, see, so either you're going to be rich or you're going to be kicked out or you're going to be constantly indispensable and constantly homeless. Like that is not great. And I think she's very insecure about that information now that it backfired on her and everybody was like, you can't do that. Like, what did you expect? But she, I mean, I also understand where Kenya was coming from. I would not have personally talked about the nephew just because that this seems like a, a touchy subject. But I mean, as somebody who was given up by her mother and parents didn't want her, I'm like, oh shit. Kenya has literally lived this and everything model that you hate in Kenya is probably a result of her being abandoned by her mother and her family multiple times and not wanted. You know what happens to hurt people? Like age old but they're both they're both Aquariuses. One. Oh, Jesus. And that was my mama. That must explain why I have such a complicated relationship with both of them. I did not know that. Aquariuses. They're both Aquariuses. So okay. it's like they know exactly where each other is coming from. And the thing with Aquarius is it's like looking in a mirror. They're gonna show you exactly <laughs> who you are and what you don't like, and they're gonna be fine with it and go about their day and then you're gonna oh be God. like, what the fuck? But they're both like that. So it's like arguing <laughs> with yourself. Mm. um but as far as the whole nephew thing i think that it's insane that she even thought that that would garner sympathy it doesn't even matter who it was it's mm-hmm. like you are telling us that these children lost both of their parents yeah in some shape way or form you were mm-hmm. just crying on the phone with your sister who didn't even want to talk to you didn't talk to her own kids and you think that we're going to have sympathy that they are acting out no it makes perfect that's like literally an explanation not to mention you exploited and it you're the adult in the situation right like you made them go on tv and their mama not talking you know what i mean like i would have had them cut that because that's just trauma it's too personal and everybody in atlanta watching that they're watching that and that's not right they're going to school and she's like oh they're acting out at school hell yeah kids are terrible you know somebody said those things that's what i'm saying in general i think kids act out in general especially going through that transition of like elementary school and middle school and like middle school and high school yeah they're at that age too they're at that age. It's like, regardless of, in their trauma is a big part of this, I believe. But I even think, like, if they didn't experience this trauma, they would still be acting out at, at a certain, mm-hmm. you know, on a certain level because they're just kids. And mm-hmm. she should have known that before she got custody of these kids and took on that responsibility that this mm-hmm. is how they were going to act. Or she should have at least had that idea in her mind. Yeah. She also could have framed it differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she could have literally just lied and said, oh, my, my nephews, they, they went to stay with my sister for a bit. And, like, right. but not say, Word oh, choice is terrible. Out. They are acting horrible. I need a break. Like, no, it's not about you. Because you're, you're screaming every time that everything that you do is for them. And it's mm-hmm. like, where they at? Where they at? I- you know, I beat this with a dead horse just last week, just because as a teacher, I literally deal with kids who are traumatized by adults all the time in such small indirect ways. And I'm like, it really, and like, just like what you said, Kaya, Kenya and Marlo honestly even have the same experiences where they were both technically given up in a lot of ways or not wanted because Marlo was in foster care. Kenya's mom like lived and was around and still didn't want her but they handled it so they both have processed it so differently and I remember asking myself last week where did DeMarlo go who wanted to put them in therapy like what happened between hey do y'all think y'all want to go to therapy like maybe because y'all been through a lot to I kicked them out like what happened like was that right. just for the cameras like I'm concerned and like while I enjoyed Marlo's addition as a housewife early on just because I love anybody who will go toe-to-toe with Kenya because it's just been a long time since someone was like a formidable opponent like I think Kenya like is just in a league of her own but the moment we got to this conversation everything about it changed and it kind of tarnished it for me because it's like I can't just enjoy you being drunk and having fun and throwing a trip because I know you just kicked out these boys who 
already have been like kind of yeah. kicked out of their home. Like this isn't fair. And I just think that we need to- And it's been multiple episodes. Like the yes. Well, she still doesn't have them. And then not only does she not have them, but she's literally on a trip. And the other right. thing is, is that when she argues with Kenya, she always, I don't give a fuck. She goes low every single time. Oh, yeah. Your mom, your mom didn't want you. Mm-hmm. Your man didn't want you. As if Mark is the prize. Um, your baby doesn't look like you. Like, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, guess what? Where are your nephews that you call your son? Yeah. Oh, you gave them away. Well, naked, it's a fair argument. <laughs> you, when you cross in line with me, then I'm going to shoot that back mm-hmm. at you. You talk about the way that I, okay, whatever. Talk about the way that I look. Like, which is, she's gorgeous. So it's kind of stupid that she does that. But then you go and you talk on my baby and you talk on my baby daddy. Let's fucking go. You cross the rules first. What did Candy say? I am not Michelle Obama. Right. She will go low. Low. I'm gonna go low with you, I but I'm gonna do you one better. For me, maybe I have a, such an issue with Kenya because I do fight like Kenya, and I really hate seeing myself in the mirror on TV. Um, but if you go low, I'm gonna go lower. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I just, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a tourist. I'm so going to hell. I, I, right. I'm just, <laughs> just minding my business. So if you come for me after I'm just minding my business, I have to buck yeah. at you. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. You should have left me sleeping. Like, you had an option. And in this case, Marlo, you had an option and you chose to right. poke the bear of Kenya. So um, poke back. Like, she and poked I, and back. I, I think this is the prime example of, like, how she grew up and just not having that control in that stable environment in her own personal life. So that's why she seeks so much control with every interaction and every experience. For example, Mm -hmm. this trip and with Kenya, like, oh, you have to stay in the house or you won't be a part of the activities. Even with her nephews, you have to act this way or you're getting out of my house. It's like this constant need Mm. for like control. And it's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Therapy. Marlo needs to start. If she wants her her yeah. nephews to follow anything, you got to be the example. That's literally like 89.99% of what parenting is, is that your yeah. offspring are watching you. Like you're, they're watching you. Kids watch every adult that's around them. So if they don't see better, they're not going to do better. And Marlo, right now, you're not doing better. Um, so maybe it's a good thing, honestly, that they are not in your home right now because they need a lot more than Gucci belts. And a rose words to take them to prom. I can, I can understand why she was pissed off though, because if my clothes are mildewing, I'm gonna raise hell in that motherfucker. I house. know that's right. <laughs> not I, I was very upset five. about that. Like, <laughs> but not upset to the point where you kick them out. On right. one hand, I do applaud her though for being honest and vulnerable, I feel, because she didn't have to tell us that. But I just want to know that she's going to fix it or try to do better like that's the important part yeah I see that it just when she told us it definitely felt like she was looking for some support and some sense of like well you know you had to do what you had to do but she also told it to a room full of mothers who were or people who have all given (laughs) wait a minute minute. you don't think we wanted to send our kids away for it we all thought about Swedish board in school but we simply (laughs) just can't do that you gotta keep like, like it was. It, oh, it's it's going to get better, but also Atlanta is probably the only like, yo, yo. television I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, out of the things that are airing, it's Atlanta and it's married to medicine. Sorry, mm-hmm. I know because I know y'all gave up on Southern Charm, and it looks like right on time. No, like, okay, I tried to do it, and I saw some things I didn't like in the premiere episode, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it's just bumpy right now. This was like the third episode i believe and that girl that lady got into business that she didn't even have any business being in mm-hmm. and made the the accusation of someone else being racist worse than actually being racist which she didn't know what she was talking about and gaslighted the fuck out of Benita, and people are like talking about it like mm-hmm. I don't need to see that. Like, I, I knew where it was going. And, and when I saw that five minutes, I turned the TV. And I my thing is, I never usually turn the TV. I always just, like, stick it through, talk shit, make it annoy me. But when I, I saw that, that mm-hmm. was something that, like, I had to rage quit. It was just too much. It was entirely, like, it was just so reminiscent and so, like, on point of real life, like, people who are not even like trying to be allies like just straight up like racist 
like yeah. the behavior that Olivia was exhibiting. And then she just tried to flip and say that she wants to have the hard conversations and that Vanita had an agenda. And it's just like, she shouldn't even have been put in that situation. So yeah, fuck that show. Uh, I can't. It, was, it was giving a Brandy from Dallas moment where it's your fault for literally being a person of color and being here. I can't even be around you because you're making it hard to be racism. <laughs> Had y'all watched it before? Like the early seasons? Yeah, well... Yeah. Okay, I started watching it right before season six when Thomas left. Oh, good. I'm about to say because Kevin Charm has always been in their racist They have like all this racist behavior, but it's like uh, after 2020, right. it's like there are some things that I can accept and then there are some things that I cannot accept. And it's not even about political affiliation anymore. It's about literally how the way Yeah, you're just racism. And then on top of that, that shit is boring as hell now. Thank you. I was about to say, I mean, I kind of miss the old days where it was so racism, but it was so like non, um, we weren't. It was so racism. It was so racism. (laughs) It was very racism. They were on a plantation. They were on slaves' graves. Girl, they had a cocktail over the grave. They They need to go. She needs to go. It's a graveyard. He goes, oh, wow, really? And we were like, what in the hell is happening? Drinking mint juleps on my cousin's graves. Like, can we not? Absolutely no, thank you, ma'am. And they took that shit right off of Hulu. We didn't fire her, which is like confusion question mark number 45 on Bravo. Exactly. Um, But also like the early, early days were like, it wasn't a correlation of us like dying at the same time like where are the days this is sarcasm people but where are the days where before it turns into a review that Ravenel and his dad can say that they don't even want to pay with Lincoln's and fives because he ruined America with his goddamn emancipation proclamation where are those days okay it was racism but my thing is at least with thomas it was good that dude was always doing something that's what i'm saying back then it was just like oh y'all racist but it has nothing to do with me like and y'all tra- yeah. i didn't live in charleston so <laughs> go off like i don't know but i also i've said this before i've always thought that when i was interested in southern charm i was like oh southern charm oh we're going to charleston south oh it's an all white oh there's gonna be racism I watched yeah, it anyway. I watched under the understanding of that, but they definitely did make a big performance out of being like, we diversified the cast and like we're trying so hard and we got rid of Thomas and like, look, guys, color. OMG. Look, that's what we do now. Look that. at us, United Nations. <laughs> the United Nations. That's so rude. Yeah, but that's like, and then we get this and they're like, and you know what I hate? And I, appreciate bravo for a lot of things but what i really don't like is how they have fallen back and resorted to this like this explanation that they keep all of this on air because they just have to show everything and that it's just more important for us to see all the angles i'm like but what happened when y'all was saying that like leanne had been terrible and y'all literally just never aired it like what happened when we know probably for a fact this son probably did say something else who knows like what happens when y'all get to pick and choose like how do we know that you are letting it all hang out but then y'all only let the things that are just damaging or troubling to watch to us like black shabbat or something like that gets to air like or this thing in southern charm like that gets to air like some of these things really probably could have been on the cutting room floor and you wouldn't have i don't know like oc boycotts or um terrible ratings like all the shows right now are in the gutter in ratings they're not good like at all even beverly hills who knew shocking and you know, oh that's why they're doing all this shit mm-hmm. trying to say <laughs> and mm. it leads me to the question because i thought about this Luann in all her racism's glory. And she's been on Z-Way's show, so, you know, she knows that we think this of her. <laughs> I was so happy that she had to face that. Yeah, yeah. oh, for sure. I think Z-Way did an excellent job. She does a great job at letting the girls know that you're terrible, but let's laugh about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's even more funny when they kind of, like, debate her on if they're terrible or not. I and mean, she's like, no, it's, like, not a debate. <laughs> so funny thought that way like i'm telling you luann racist okay but like it's fine because we like watching you on tv 
But what happens when like Luann in all of her racism glory falls into a bush and is drunk and people laugh and they cheer and they glee, right? But then Erica is off of her fucking ass. And I'm like, why? I literally wrote down, why am I not laughing? Like, why? Why is it not funny at all to me to watch her sing over this boy who is singing his song? Huh, huh, huh. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that shit was kind of funny to me. <laughs> Aaron no, I was not. I didn't, I was so awkwardly uncovered. I was like, oh my God, someone put a muzzle on this bitch. It was just funny to me because it's like, it was such an, a mix of emotions. Like, because on one hand, um, I didn't expect him to sound that good. Okay, you thought he sounded good. That's so yeah. nice. He did. He started you know, pitching, but we got better. He started pitching. He was like a baby better. Michael Buble, you know? That's what I thought. I said Michael Buble with like a rock Elvis like yeah. He was cutting the words a little short, but okay. It was a good show. It was a <laughs> nice time. Okay. For, for his little performance. And then like just listening to it and her just coming out of nowhere <laughs> and singing the wrong words there was that moment when she he was, was saying so oh off. night oh night and she was like noel noel i said that's the wrong song can someone at least whisper to her wrong song i know he hated her for that no, like, he absolutely was pissed that was, that was his moment, moment. yes <laughs> So then what, so here's my thing. This is where my brain goes. Maybe it was because I was a little lifted while watching. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm in a recreational legal state. And I'm, mm-hmm. But what happens when that happens to you? Someone's like literally like heckle singing your performance at your house, you know, quotations, your house. But then your fiance, wife, whoever goes on vacation with this person. Like, do we think Diana ever, we know she didn't confront Erica when it was happening. She didn't say, like, she didn't stand up for a man. Oh, no. It wasn't her man. She's going to no, take shot of. Anything that happened was, was wrong because she likes Erica and Rena. Which they so they kiss her because, ass. Because yeah, Erica they do because really she has money. Waited with her. Oh, like, yeah, she wants her to buy her things. She's like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Now, see me, I would have went off. Cause not you singing over my man's performance. Exactly. His TV debut. Like on on my on our day. Not look at me on my debut. On our (laughs) debut, you're not gonna do that shit at my Christmas party. Yeah, at my house. Because I would would be like, can you stop? Can we stop the music really quick? Thank you. Thank you. Security. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I'm going to be like, oh, so clearly you don't. And I'm going to make it a fight because I'm good at making things about me that are not. Same. Um, I'm, I'm going to instantly be like, can we stop? I'm so sorry, baby. Um, So this is actually a non-participatory. <laughs> you simply are not encouraged to participate. We right. ask you to hold all comments, questions, and applause for the end. And here's a water bottle. Okay, you know how you give a person a look like like a black mama yeah, in church. A black mama look. But the difference is I would have been literally this close to her face. <laughs> yeah. Like like, like two inches. Like, like hey. Social non-distance. Uh, Bitch, shut up. <laughs> I'd be like, like, um, he's singing. Or me, I'd be like, shh. <laughs> Go ahead. Or like on the Nicki Minaj track, bring that shit the fuck back. Like bring that shit. shit Yeah, I would have been like, hey, do you want to start over? You want to run it again? Okay, we're gonna take it from the top. And from quiet, this is not a sing along. This is not karaoke. Unless you are Beyonce, (laughs) and Beyonce has more class. Because Beyonce could do this shit all day, or like Chloe and Holly, like the angels that they are. I don't need you singing any songs in here. Definitely not like, with no. me. Definitely not against me. Because again, wrong words. Bitch, like go sober up somewhere. <laughs> um, but honestly, this is why, because people, you know, they asked once upon a time because they love to pretend like um, we can't fault multiple 
people at one time on Housewives. Mm -hmm. Why Kyle's getting more shit than Erica? Because Erica's a lost cause. Like we literally see her going down the drain and the only other options are complete bankruptcy or jail. Like she's not headed in a positive direction. But what's upsetting is that Kyle consistently sounds like a dumbass. Like whereas Erica just shows her ass, Kyle just sounds like a dumbass. Like, well, can we cut her a little slack? For what? Cut the woman who was literally being alleged to have taken money from victims or have known about it or whatever, some slack. Cut the woman who just cursed out a child, some some slack for what? Like some slack for curse. If it had been Portia, ma'am, who would be having the slack? You would have made the reunion. I said it. I said that. Part would have been about that. Part one of the reunion would have been about that. She would not have been happy with that. And this whole thing isn't even about what she's doing because at this point, I feel like she's aware of her actions and how she's looking, which makes me think that this is all a storyline for us to feel sorry for her because of all that's going on. Like I don't even think this is like real. I'll be honest, I don't. And you I don't could think be that Erica's that. being like a real drunk. I don't think so either. No, I think this is like I'm just gonna get drunk as fuck, so they feel really bad. Yeah, because that. remember last last season when we came back, she was talking about how the quarant like quarantine and the pandemic did a number on her, mm-hmm. and because last season is like from the year before, which mm-hmm. which. 20 and we were like in a terrible place and she went on antidepressants yeah she's already been on antidepressants yes so yes. why is it all of a sudden now she's all this slurring and yeah and she's talking yeah. about how amelia like saved her mental health i said but yes you absolutely did tell us that you were already depressed so that was two years ago yeah so you you didn't take your, your medicine oh, for two please. years like i'm confusion and that's probably why they're doing all of this. Kyle and all of them are in it together and they're literally Absolutely. trying to push this narrative that she is so hurt and she's like at the lowest point in her life. So please just cut her a break. Give her some but slack. Like, the fact that that came out of Kyle's mouth to Garcelle, I was like, this is why I took a bigger offense when you were defending the shit to Doree and the, them boys like this is why I took a bigger offense than even what Erica did because you said to her 14 year old like to her kid first of all we know your kids names and there's a fuck ton of them why don't you know her kid's name like Mm. it's just giving a little bit of a you know a little whistle like I'm Mm. hearing a little something a little chirpy chirp and then to tell like don't you think but she's having fun guys who's having fun I'm not Garcelle not Crystal are you Sutton Anybody? Nobody's having fun. Damn well. You're not even having fun. That we're here defending her. That was inappropriate. Like I think they all know that. All that etiquette they claim they have, like right. I don't understand how she could be defending this. I'm like, so what did she have on you, honey? Did you hit somebody? Like, what did you do? Because there's no way in hell that you're gonna look somebody in the face and be like, not once but twice. You're like, we should cut her some. I'm just so glad she's letting loose and having fun. Like, it's her husband's. She so, does she know your house with your kids? Oh, I absolutely believe that he's involved somewhere. There is a thing, and I think there's some rumors. Like I said this a while ago, like, they're at, they have to be somebody's entrenched in this, but I think it's like now, like a swirl, like a alleged situation happening that, like there was some monies and things going into a house or something that like maybe allegedly went through the agency. And so there's some entanglements. I can't wait until it's exposed. It just doesn't make any sense. My thing is like, she keeps saying, oh, because of Kim, like I have a sister who has been through all that stuff. So she's the only alcoholic in the world? Like, what are you talking about? Okay, so we're talking about addiction and addicts. Again, Garcelle's son was an addict. She can recognize behavior in people and she even uh-huh. said oh maybe it's not that extreme but the thing is she is asking out of concern and about, out of the fact that she is actually trying to spare erica because if she wasn't getting fucked up if she didn't feel bad for her she could she owed her an ass whooping for what she did to her son period oh, yeah it's and i i can see garcelle being like you know what let me give this bitch the benefit of the, doubt. the benefit of let the me doubt. think and say that maybe there's something going on it must simply be that because I know for a fact you wouldn't be in your right mind 
Right. have done that to my son and expected me not to say nothing to you. We would have mm-hmm. met a different Garcelle. That would not have been fancy no more. Okay. Her son can even be brought up. Her yeah, son. when Eileen said it in Tokyo or whatever. And she <laughs> was like, you don't know, but I go through. Why does she do that? Every time she's like back into a corner or like she wants a moment. She wants people yeah. to feel bad for her. She goes like RuPaul on us and like gets like real like deep dark Tyler Perry out of Medea. You know what I mean? Like when he like out of Medea and he'd be like, you don't know how like, what are you talking about, girly? Like it's just giving if you have a psychiatrist, I hope he doesn't watch because I'm concerned. Right. I also don't believe that. I don't know, but her constant defense or her constant like petitioning that she's on medication. I'm like, so what is that? What are you doing here? So you want us to focus on the fact of this. So we'll all have concern about that. And that this will be the conversation instead of did you or did you not know? Yeah. And I just find it interesting that they're getting her now on the gang girl charges. Like they got her on racketeering. Like she's being sued for racketeering. I was like, oh, how young thug of you. We have escalated. That's, that's, that's interesting. So it's no longer did you know or not. About to get a Rico charge. Okay. I said no longer is it did you know or not. They're saying that she's being sued for being the front woman. I said, oh, Oh, I love that. <laughs> and the way they described it, I was like, I can 100%. How did they describe it? They described it as she went on Beverly Hills right. to perpetuate the idea that Girardi Keese is doing so well. But so he it would attract more clients and more people so he could continue to do more fraudulent things. Ooh, baby. And I said, no, you're going to have a tough time getting past that one, baby. That makes sense. Because if it was criminal shit, like we just, if they just, they just yoked Jen Shaw the way that they yoked Jen Shaw, then okay. Eric was very very nervous scared, i'm baby. sorry because you're looking at civil and criminal coming down the pipeline and people are like well it's all civil charges um excuse me jen shaw's like government sector took about a good solid like i don't know 10 years to come and get her but they came and got that ass oh my god just imagine like you're just living <laughs> your everyday life and they just right? come snatch your ass up and they go I... And your assistant literally gets snatched up and you know that your assistant knows everything and your assistant turns on you. Yeah. And I just love the constant idea. I play it in my head often. I talk about it a lot on my Patreon of like, you know, there's a 99.9% chance that Jen went to that court. The lawyers were like, girl, we just got the discovery box. You might want to sit down. And then they said, (laughs) so this is all that they have. And this is all that he's saying. So what you want to do? You want to plead guilty? You want to go to jail? You want to go to jail today or in three months? When do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Up to you. <laughs> Take your pick. How much longer do you want? You want to put the way I will it? beat my assistant's ass. I'm though. like, I just want to talk to Stu. Can I just talk to him? Like, if I'm already going, can I talk to him really quick, please? Like, that's my last wish. Like, that is my last <laughs> wish. And I hope they go away. to the same facility. And we get like a TLC 60 days in or something in the same Ooh, prison. And then you see Jen like knocking on the toilet, like flushing the toilet, knocking on the toilet phone and be like, I will kill you, Stu. I will. <laughs> they because literally need the TLC camera please. crew that's down for whatever. Like, or like, let's cast need. Coach Shaw on Love After Lockup. A show that Sheree clearly did not watch. Before she started dating Tyrone, even though the show was at her disposal. Shout out to the new season of Life After Lockup coming on. Like, Mm. come on. I I mean, it's the question I'll ask. Sheree, why didn't you watch it beforehand? Because (laughs) I would have told you that as soon as they get out, you are no longer a motherfucking factor. Tyrone did look good, though. I mean, yeah, that's why he got out and ghosted her. Good, and I... If she was looking at them pictures and on the FaceTime calls and coming to see him and he looked like that, like That's I could kind of see, I could kind of see, I could kind of see, see. I don't have a Aaron problem with her getting her little fix. I have a problem with her thinking it's going to go somewhere after that fine man get out of jail. I mean, listen, sometimes it does. Like, I'm a big believer because we watch Love After Lockup. We know about uh-huh. Marcelino. And their relationship is very strong. Like, okay. And then Andrea and her. Yeah. Like, they sometimes. But I see some good at these are regular people, though. I'm about to say also 
a housewife. The bachelor argument. Like, so I don't think it would work out couples? better for me. I mean, it's like, this is why I always say, people ask me all the time, like, why I still watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I'm like, because I know it's not real. I'm here for fun. Like, the it's moment you start real. to believe it's going to work out, you get hurt. Because there's been a success of, like, eight. We've had 54,000 seasons. We have been on longer than Grey's Anatomy. And I think it's just me had being no a Leo. more than one full hand of Bachelor couples. And I think we have a full hand of bachelorette couples that have made it. And like, none of them are like, like three out of that five are not with the people that they left the show with. <laughs> so. I love how they like but, place with the crew. Like they'll marry someone from a different fucking season. And I'm like, wait. Yes. I'm like, okay, honey, that, that doesn't count as the, the show being a successful season. <laughs> it counts when your two asses choose each other and then make it down the aisle. That's just I yeah. think Sheree makes great choices. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I yes, have no popular different. opinion. I, yeah. I think she makes Martell has choices. a whole like highlight reel of how he's it's the worst fun. person to be with. It's fun to have a baby or something. It's fun. No, no, not that. But I'm saying like the people that she chooses, yeah. I believe like they're a really good time. What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, I think they're a really a good time. time. I don't find Martell to be fun at all. I find him the least fun of the three of them. I think he is a fun person, and that's why Melody liked him so much. At first, I f- I feel like when he's not he's doing also fun. that, that's why she liked him. <laughs> yeah, and then that too. It's like so when you have those two things, but he's always doing bad. That's my <laughs> issue. I well, watch. He's not doing every- that to me. At- <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, Sheree. Mm-hmm. He's doing bad to some other woman. And I, no offense, I find Sheree to be beautiful. I but if you gonna do that to my girl Mel, he gonna do it to you. Sheree's like, my name is not Melody Holt. I am Sheree for sure. Too. Melody Holt has successful businesses. <laughs> That's very true. I I just want to see how it plays out. I, <laughs> I we know how it's gonna play out. I want them to look up. I want them to hook up. I want them to have fun. But I realize that that's not them having fun because Sheree is taking this seriously because he's already met some of her friends. That's why oh. I am now like stressed out about it. And then I think it was literally this morning I saw an interview and they said that Candy said that she had a friend that dated Martell. This is brand new information that dated Martell, wanted publicity so when they went to blaze restaurant aaron and literally i don't want to off people so they could get pictured at blaze and if that's not a fucking red flag well this oh, okay martell is he's, a, he's an attention whore like that doesn't i mean like i'm a kardashian watcher so i'm all for the people who called paparazzi like go ahead keep yourself in my news honey I, it's better mm-hmm. for, it's easier for me to judge that way but like martell is an attention whore so that doesn't shock me what makes me concerned is that charade gives like all of her wits away immediately and then she says things like he's helping me with the business but i just watched candy give you the best advice you've ever gotten about your business i watched kenya try to set you up with business people and make phone calls and whatnot what the hell can he do in alabama that you can't do in atlanta I, also <laughs> where the hell, I, I can't find his fucking wine anywhere here so thank I, you I, but girl you're in atlanta <laughs> It's about the set. We already know. It's about the set, okay? Get some and then go handle your business. Don't get wrapped up. Sometimes you need to wrap that. Sometimes you gotta wrap that shit up in aluminum foil and hold on to it a little bit. Like (laughs) okay, but can't she just like wrap it up in aluminum foil and put it in the fridge? That's all I'm saying. I don't know. You want to leave it out all day. They're in a full-blown relationship. Period. And I'm like, I think and that's I know, and I, the only one in that I can't say I blame her. Like, I hear what everybody's saying, and I know how bad it is. And I really she do. the only one in her relationship. I really that do. man is not in relationships. I that man it. is in his own dick. He does what his dick wants to do. Uh, hopefully it works out. Hopefully she just kind of like... <laughs> love this optimism like i really do i hope it I works out a hold that man his boss to his face oh i was going to the gym and he was like in 2020 he was like my gym was open no it wasn't sir no one's going to get a workout gym. with homegirl 
That's just the facts. <laughs> it's me trying to avoid all of this. I'm just like, I, <laughs> he doesn't want to, he never wants to hear the truth. I feel like Sheree, I don't want to hear that right now. I am rooting for my girl, ride it till the end. This Beyonce album is out. It's a, about love. love. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> love hard. Don't play it in Sheree's car around that man. That man is lip service. Sheree is in love. It, and okay, because I'm in service. <laughs> she he is has in great love lip service him. and great Do we not want the love and marriage Huntsville cameo from Sheree Oh, Whitfield? I absolutely not. No, I want the marriage with... Huntsville cameo on Atlanta. I want one of them to come over to Atlanta. I want both. I want both. Yeah, yeah. no, but I want both because I want, I want Sheree both. to be on Huntsville so she can argue with Tisha. Like, I don't know how that's gonna happen, but I need that to happen. Although Tisha and Sheree might get it, get along, they really I don't want might. that to happen because Tisha is also backwards in her mind and thinking with these men and lets them get away with too much shit. And oftentimes she'd be like, "Well, you know, male, you know, he had a baby on you. What were you doing at the house?" I'm like, "Okay, so we're backwards here." But see, Sheree lives backwards as well. You so. have to keep in mind too that Tisha. It's very flip floppy. On one hand, it's like that's how she feels, and that's how she feels in her relationship. But she will definitely tell you some shit. I and I could definitely see her rubbing Sheree the wrong way. Yeah, Sheree would have to check her, and that's a cold. But Sheree and Kimmy, I'd love to see them together. I think they would be fun, and I would love to see Mel on Atlanta. I just think that would be a better thing. But you know, Mel Kendrick was on my Patreon, and he just raised this point. Because I did a whole episode on Patreon about the opposite, Aaron, about how this is the worst decision Sheree could ever make in her entire <laughs> life. And I am severe. I think she's in danger more than Teresa is with Louie. Like I said, this is bad. Sheree isn't, she by Sheree. Okay, is- hold on. Not Louie now. Louie is out here. Okay, Louis. now we don't have to. We okay, okay. Well, Teresa don't, don't have nothing to lose. To be honest, Teresa don't have nothing to lose. But Martell had a baby with his wife, and then another baby with another woman. Like that Cold is slot. going. That goes Sheree. down as like the worst. I feel thing like Sheree got them ever do. She is not worried. Okay, she's <sighs> like, I'm gonna have it good. They are oh, going and no. trying to go in park bathrooms together. You know that thing good. You know <laughs> that thing I want her is to good. get the good, good. I don't want her to fall in love with another person that's going to make her cry on national TV out of nowhere. Like, when that's she true. has a friend come out. You know what I mean? Like, watching her cry with Fatima, I'm like, oh, damn, she really did believe that, man. And that's on her. But it's usually like, fool me once, shame on me, fool me, tw- or shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. But fool me three times, like, she keeps getting I think Sheree cool. thinks she also has the power to change him. I'm sick of watching Sheree make, like, fumble. Like, I'm, I'm sick of watching other men fumble the Sheree bag. We have watched her, like, literally be, like, like, completely, like, made a joke of in court. We've watched her be verbally abused about how he, she used to be physically abused on TV and how a man was proud of choking her out. Like, we have watched her now get step, stood up after waiting far too long for a date that didn't show. I give 28 minutes. After that, I'm gone. You never saw me here. Um, she waited, like, two hours, and then the videos or pictures or whatever was released. I'm like, Sheree, Aren't you tired of being embarrassed on TV? Right. All this man did was embarrass another woman on TV. So if that's what well, you I like to do, go ahead. Asking that's them true. to cut that shit out. If I wouldn't tell them, if you show that fucking footage, we're done. <laughs> like that would be the yeah, thing. Yeah, but I she would didn't say. do it. She just don't keeps show being made that footage. So don't like, show that footage. Cut it out. I'm worried. Like, just talk to Candy. I don't know. But she's like, Candy don't got the BDE, honey. And I'm like, I understand. Because, yeah, it's like, I I get kind of why she's maybe relying on Martell a little bit more. Because it's just certain things that your friends can't help you with if you catch my joke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But again, put him in a Tupperware and take him out when you want him. Do not let him into your bedroom for life or something. And Sheree looks like she's ready to walk back down the No, aisle. she got this shit out on the counter. It's thawed out. She has it out on the counter. She sure do. Oh, boy. Mm. It's going to be fun, though. I can't wait to see what happens. Like, yeah, okay. I, I trust that Sheree has it now. I feel like... Yeah. I do. I feel like, you know, she okay. kind of learned from Bob. I think this Tyrone thing... You know, really. So she learned from Bob and went on to Tyrone. 
and then learned from Tyrone and went on to Martin. Well, to be fair, Tyrone was a little bit different. I think she thought she was going to get something different because he was showing her a completely different side. But Mm. I hope, and I'm hoping, and Sheree, please don't prove me wrong. Mm. She has learned from this and she has a trick up her sleeve. Because I I don't blame her for doing what she's doing because I would do the same thing. Okay. Okay. Listen. I would just handle it. I would have the last laugh. Just put it that way. Yeah, but Sheree seemed to never be having that last laugh. That's a concern to me. Like, that we got to protect her more than she protects herself because she keeps crying. And I'm so Sheree, call me. We'll talk about Sheree. it. Erin going to get you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, guys, before you go, what other shows, Bravo or not, are you watching that you are enjoying that does feel like Destination Television for you? P-Valley. Yes. yes, down in the valley, valley, valley where the gas can make it. P Valley yes, has been damn. so good. Mm-hmm. Both of you um, into that. Also, the Shy. Shout out to Candy because yeah. she's been doing her thing on there. The yes, Shy has been good. everywhere. She is multiple bag, man. Like, I love that woman. She's so rich. And American Horror Stories are back. Oh, yes. Very much enjoy that. I opened up Hulu one day and just saw a bunch of dolls looking at me and I said, I don't think those are regular. I'm so scared Um, of it, you guys. Like, I want to watch it so bad. Okay, so that happens to me every season. I absolutely have a heart attack every I I watched Stranger Things and I was okay. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that since I watched Stranger Things and I'm okay, I can watch American Horror this, yeah, season, I think, this you know, it's, it's very enjoyable and this season i think is, is did it's you good. enjoy coven i loved coven i didn't watch any coven okay because that's what this season is, is about glory it's coven like this season is is about coven I love Coven. And then I and love maybe like the Coven season. and Haunted House like mashup like a couple seasons ago. That was my favorite. The one that really got me was the I one about like the 2020 year or the Trump year. I was like, no, thank you. I don't want to. I remember <laughs> that one. That would yeah, it's that one gave me so much anxiety. I was that like, was too is- real. That was the horror. And I was like, I don't like it. It's too horrible. I'm living it, babes. No, thanks. But um, stories is a lot yeah. better. I think it's less gory. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, I think, isn't it 30 minutes or now? Is it, is it 30 minutes or maybe? I think hour? it's, I think it's, I thought, it, maybe I stopped watching after 30. I don't know. Yeah. maybe that's It's not it as like. long. And it says mm-hmm. there's no commercials if you watch it on Hulu, if you have like the ad free one. Cause when I used to that's watch good. it live, um, sometimes the commercials do help though. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, especially like those psych war seasons. Like there are certain ones that are like, nah, like the one with Lady Gaga, too much blood, didn't love it. Zero out of 10 recommend. But like, Coven, my favorite one by far is my favorite season because I just think the characters. You didn't like Coven? No, I love Coven. Okay. I said Hotel. The one with oh, Lady yes. Gaga. Lady Gaga can't act the way she wanted Lady to. Lady Gaga did exactly. her thing, though. She you looked think great. So? Okay. With her looks. With her yes. looks, she did her thing. She looked fantastic. And, and that's all I needed from Lady Gaga. You're right. Like, you're right. I mean, yeah, I would prefer you act on a TV <laughs> show that I want to watch. But um, if you're not going to act, at least you'll look good. Just serve me. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but Coven just has like the best cast. I mean, you got like, your, like, your Gabby Sidibe, your Kathy Bates, your Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, who is the voodoo queen of New Orleans and has a, a hair braiding studio. Man. And she better come back. Give me she out. better come back. Everything. Like, I was like, oh, and then she kicks like a white woman out of her shop. And I was like, ah, oh, power. Love it. Okay. Get your ass out of my shop. Yes. Oh, so good. So Coven's a great place to start. And then I would probably- I get, that's why everyone talks about Coven like that. Oh, yeah, it's cast. Anytime I meet an American Horror Story fan, they're like, Coven. Coven, Not to mention, especially like the like my mom is like a huge um like a Fleetwood Mac fan and Stevie Nicks is like on it. Really is like they like walk into the house and she's there and and she does like a whole concert and I'm like what the fuck like even I'm like what is happening what kind of pool Ryan got love it so. What's the what's the name of the main lady? But she's not on there anymore. Sarah Paulson. Oh yeah, Sarah Paulson. Not Sarah, but the other one. Oh, Connie Britton. Yes. Yeah, Connie Britton used to. She, she the first was my reason. Like out. Sarah Paulson was great, but she was like her mom. Connie is good. Connie Literally. is really really good. I love her. Emma Roberts was in that season. Like it was a good ass cast. They did a great job. I'm gonna rewatch yeah. that this weekend. No, I'm not. It's raining and I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch it during the day and I take often snack breaks. Like, 
often. So mm-hmm. you won't be too scared. Just have your snacks prepared. I am so scared. And it's like, people are telling me if okay, you sat fun Stranger <laughs> Things, then you can watch literally anything. Because yeah. Stranger Things is so, like, psychotic. I think it's it for me. I feel like if you can watch American Horror Story, you can watch anything. Because there have been moments that they've had me. At that one time, Adam Levine was on an episode, and I was like, "Oh, Adam Levine!" And I like turned it off immediately. I was like, "Never mind, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." So yeah, I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, you guys watch some of those things. What am I watching? I just started watching How to Build a Sex Room because I was very intrigued. I got halfway through and realized I'm not quite as evolved as I want to be. I saw the title on Netflix. How is it? It is really good. I mean, the woman is incredible as an interior designer. Like from a design standpoint, she does fantastic. Um, other things, a lot. Me as the again oppressed <laughs> church girl who like grew up in like the extremely Christian church and was told to be go from virgin to porn star overnight. A little stressed, um, <laughs> but making it through. So loving that. And this past season of The Circle was really good. I thought it was probably the best one that they've had since the first season, and I really enjoyed that. Other than that, I. I am just watching Housewives. I watched The Bachelorette. Oh, though. right. Bachelorette too. Woo, this past episode, baby. Yes. Monday, Wednesday. Holy Wednesday. shit. Had those dudes split up and then Rachel got turned down. And then not only did she get turned down, but they took her rose away. The way I would be like, give me my rose or I'm not filming. No, like the fact that they ignored Homegirl 1 for like the entire episode and then surprise right. sprung around and then told her that she they didn't none of them wanted her so then she tells other homegirls so they don't want me okay so we'll split them up and then you know homegirl too is probably like yeah, i'm gonna end up getting more guys but then they go i don't want you either and she's like i'm confusion what is this <laughs> like it wasn't right it was crazy that kept me on the edge of my seat i had a heart attack that was the craziest thing i've always said bachelor producers are the most savage people on earth and no one can change my mind and i watch a lot of tv a lot of reality tv but bachelor people don't give a fuck about your stamina your mental health if you're going to be in therapy after this they will send you to the psych ward and keep filming they did that that one year oh my god have you been watching bachelor for like a for a long time five no i've started for my first time rachel season now but does it most of us say (laughs) rachel season (laughs) yeah i feel that no but just quick last note there was once upon a time a season of the bachelor i believe it was colton no it wasn't it was before colton where a woman did have like a full-on like anxiety attack in like a manic episode and they simply sent her in the ambulance and then brought her back when she was done and they continued to film there was not a mention there was not a a hotline at the end there was not a thing they were like here's the ambulance they called her crazy something I'd be like, I'm gonna go home. Right? No, but they were like, yeah. Um, she like had a full on like episode. Like she was hyperventilating. It was the most, and they were just like, God damn! They filmed her on the floor with a towel over her head and production looking at her. They just filmed the whole thing, filmed the ambulance, and continued with the rose ceremony. They were like, guys, crazy. in light of the events, cocktail hour is gonna have to be ended short. So we're just gonna make it in the rose ceremony. I was like, oh my god. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh no, these people are wild. And so I started watching the show Unreal on Hulu, which is like literally based on the production of The Bachelor, like the production side of it. And they're quite literally the worst, but also it's so fun. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're watching The Bachelorette, congrats. It's like the lowest rated season in history, but I'm having the most amount of fun with it that I've had (laughs) in a long time. I usually find the Bachelorette seasons to be boring. So this is not that at all, honey. So get into that. Um, and let me know what else you guys are watching out there who are listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys both so much for being here. Where can people find you? Appease them. They all already follow you. You guys are killing it. But like, just in case somebody's a little under the rocks. At Bravo Wild Black, and that's on everything, baby. That's Instagram, that's Twitter. Um, we also have a Patreon, so go subscribe to that and check that out. Where we do recaps of non-Bravo related shows, P Valley, all kinds of stuff. We do movie reviews, all that. Um, and that's patreon.com slash Bravo Wild Black. 
Yes, absolutely. Please get into that. Bravo. Wildlife. Thank you for having us on here. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You guys are some of the best content creators on the internet. You make Bravo sometimes even worth watching, especially when you let us know that it wasn't worth watching it. It saves <laughs> us all a lot of time and energy and it's greatly appreciated. Really happy to have had you guys on here. Much like what I tell Kendrick, y'all's content is too good. You need to start making these. Um, Listen, not y'all's. We, all, I think we all have great content. No, but some some of y'all put more work in it than others. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I'm like, because Kendrick will put out, out like a magazine of memes, and I'm like, baby, yeah. break it up. They don't ten. They don't. It's Kendrick, every episode that drops, he has a lookbook of memes. I'm why would you do that? Too good. I put y'all in that same exact category. I'm like, pay, make these girls pay for this. Be like, y'all want to see something? Three dollars. Right. Charge these girls. We got Beyonce tickets to pay for. Um, <laughs> y'all go listen to Renaissance. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And go listen to Renaissance. So go um, listen to Renaissance. Yeah, that's all real. you need to do. Because normally I tell y'all to take care of yourselves, but that's how you're gonna do that. So have a good day. So- um, go listen to Beyonce. If you had to stop to listen to me, thank you. Thank you very much. Feel free to like me and follow me on all those things at Mixed with Moni at M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. But if you did not go listen to Renaissance, thank you very much. All right, bye. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, pop culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.